After the success of Matterhorn, Walt Disney conceived the idea of another iconic e-ticket attraction for Disneyland. Unfortunately, due to lack of technology and tight budgets, it took over 10 years to bring this space-themed ride to life. The first indoor steel roller coaster in the world and a true Disney legend, Slice of Disney presents Space Mountain. Welcome to Slice of Disney, an awesome Disney theme park podcast. I am your host, Kelly Washington, Disney-obsessed enthusiast and real-life Tinkerbell. And I'm your co-host, Will Luntz, a real-life astronaut. He's lying. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> but, I, but I feel like it when I'm on this ride. Yay! I do, too. Um, also, I feel like a little backstory on Will throughout the COVID-19 quarantine, I think he is decided to have like a different career path every day. He's like, yeah, maybe I'm going to go be a doctor now. I'm like, well, you're not, you can't go be a doctor. Uh, so a little backstory on Will for people that have known him longer than <laughs> Kelly has. Uh, that's pretty much how I always operate. <laughs> so are you going to, would you like to design roller coasters? That's never been a thing that for me, but maybe because I just don't know enough about him. Well, hopefully you'll learn more. My brother actually. Yeah. He'll we'll have to have him on when uh, this whole thing blows over. Gosh, I can't wait. Yeah. So guys, we're talking about Space Mountain, probably one, if not the most iconic ride of Disney, you know, one of. Good question. What do you think is the most iconic? This is going to, ha- we're going to have to think on this. No, pull it out. What's the what's, what's first that comes to mind? Well, for me, it's Haunted Mansion. So that's not Yeah, okay. Well, fair. what's next after that? <laughs> but I feel like Space Mountain, if no matter who you are, whether you are an annual pass holder or you go once in 20 years... That seems to be a ride that everyone wants to make sure they yeah. get to. Yeah. So I feel like Space Mountain is. It's so iconic. And, you know. Yeah, I'm having a hard time disagreeing with you. But uh, obviously, as a casual Disney goer, uh, it's a big favorite of mine. Um, and it's hard for me to think of something else that's more iconic aside from the castle. Yeah, you have the castle. You have, I mean, you have like It's a Small World. But most people hate it. I remember loving It's a Small World as a kid when I would go to Disney World. Um, and I haven't been on it once since I've been an adult. Oh, wow. Yeah. That was actually the last ride that I rode before. Oh, really? This went down. Oh, wow. Huh. Yeah. It was because it was like, it's late. Literally, there's a minute left before the park is closing. And I was going to get in as much Disney time as possible. That makes sense. That makes sense. Actually, I did a little shopping after, but <laughs> <laughs> shocking. Yeah, right. Um, which, speaking of shopping... Uh, I'm wearing Space Mountain ears right now. So uh, Disney is currently releasing main attraction mini ears. And Mm -hmm. the first one was Space Mountain. So I've collected them all so far. I'm very excited Mm -hmm. about it. Um, I love that Disney does stuff like this. I hate that they keep it so limited in amount. but Because then you have people who sell them online for like 150 bucks. And you're like, come on, guys. Come on, guys. Come on. Come on. Enjoy the rides. And And let me have the ears. And let me have the ears. Um, So... I love Space Mountain, and I I don't know anyone who doesn't like it. Yeah, I was gonna say, I you know I, I make fun of you sometimes about like your Disney obsessions, but this is, but this ride in particular is pretty cool. So like I'm I'm a fan. It and it's there's so many. I mean, there's so much to talk about. I almost don't know where to start. My ADD is full swing. So sometimes just to peel back the curtain a little bit, uh, typically the way the process works is Kelly will collect a lot of notes and she'll send them over to me and then I'll do some organization of them. Yeah, there was 11 pages on this one. That's actually (laughs) little compared like Main Street. It it literally, I think it was like 30 something pages. That's true. Main Street was a lot. Um, But you know, it's because I really care and I want to make sure I have as much information as I can. And 
So I, I do like to put a lot of research into all of this while also contributing my own stories and right. fun, weird things. For sure. Um, and a lot of stuff, it's things I might already know, some new stuff. Um, but where Space Mountain began is pretty fascinating because it, like, like I said in the intro, Walt Disney conceived this idea of a space-themed roller coaster after seeing how successful Matterhorn was. And he didn't expect that. He didn't expect that it was going to be, Disney would be so popular with teens and young adults. Right, with like thrill rides, that kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, expected it to be more geared towards kids, and it is. But I was actually surprised by that because I thought that maybe this nostalgia factor came in later in life as like, I don't know, not for millennials, but even before, like, as we lose our childlike minds and as technology advances, I thought maybe that's when it became popular with young adults and sure. teens. But apparently it's been like that since the beginning. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, he thought it was a he, Matterhorn was such a success. He was like, what's the next ride that I'm going to do? Yeah. And it seemed like it was going to be a space one. Because, the Right. Space is super cool. And when was this? 19... 19- so the the idea of this uh, Matterhorn opened in 1959. Mm-hmm. So you know the idea of this came very shortly after, way before Star Wars, way before Star Wars. Right. And he had this idea in 1959, which is fascinating because I do think that was you know the space age is coming, mm-hmm. but the moon landing didn't even happen until 1969. So so it was way before, like it became like a you know. Well, just like knew what was going to okay, be cool. Okay, well let's settle down. <laughs> I'm not here for Walt worship. <laughs> no, I, I, to be honest, um, I'm not either. But they, you know, he came up with this idea and stuck the Imagineers on it. The problem was his ideas were too grand for the technology of the time. Sure. Which is pretty crazy to think about. Like Disney was already having ideas um, that and they're working as fast as they can with what technology they had. Um, but it just, it, it wasn't it wasn't there yet and something i think is so do you know what specifically wasn't there yet computers like the automation of the rides and how they like yeah so yeah. what i I'm think just is, curious i don't i don't remember. i mean now most roller coasters are computer controlled you uh, know I see. Uh-huh. uh that's why like if you know you might get to a, a place and it kind of stops like it is censoring every moment that's why they're honestly really safe yeah um i've gone with people who were terrified <laughs> in credit coaster literally have a grown adult man sitting next to me shaking like a like terrified about to claw himself out of that seat and it's like these people there's so much behind this like you're gonna be okay yeah for sure they Um, run that ride so many times uh a day oh yeah yeah um so i mean this was the birth of a computerized roller coaster Mm -hmm. which is so nuts to think about and it actually didn't even come around until 1975. Yeah, because it took them that long for the technology to catch up, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it, Which is two years before Star Wars came out. So. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. I didn't know that. 1977. Mm. A New Hope. Oh, so good. Uh, and even Space Mountain honors Star Wars. Yeah, it does now. It does now. Um, and so Space Mountain was the oldest roller coaster in the state of Florida. Because, huh. in case you didn't know, didn't. Uh, the Florida one actually came first. Oh, so Disney World was first. Yes. Disney World actually had Space Mountain first, which I think is surprising. You know, you obviously assume that Anaheim Disneyland is going to have everything first because it was Walt's. Yeah. But it wasn't. Partially because of space. Um, Anaheim obviously doesn't have the space that 
this I ginormous space. <laughs> it's like yes. partly because space in Florida. So meh. it's like Cape Canaveral, maybe, yeah. you know. Hey, th- my family would do that. We'd go down for a Disney trip and we would take a trip. Did you go to, to space camp? Did I? Yeah. Uh, God, I wish. I my cousin did. Yeah. You, you went? Yeah. So a little about me. My mom was a teacher um, at my elementary school and she taught gifted and talented, which um, at the time I was a part of that program. I was, I was in and, tag too. Well. Guys, they were really cool over yeah, here. Yeah, clearly they, they, they were like, these guys, they're going to do big things like make a podcast <laughs> in 15 years. Um, one year my mom took uh, the class to uh, space camp. It was super fun. That is so cool. Yeah. Got a little alien uh, stuffed animal. Oh my gosh! It's pretty tight. Yeah, yeah. My cousin went like over the summer. He like went do all this cool stuff. I wish I went. This ride is special to me too because so my dad uh, used to be a rocket scientist, and then I love. I've always loved space, and I've always said if I had a different brain, I would want to do astronomy instead of. I mean, I love being an actor, and would always choose that. But if I had a different brain, if I right. had a more. Uh, not as creative and crazy. It would be cool. I think it'd be cool to work on things that are like cutting edge. Yeah. And what's so interesting about the development of Space Mountain is that they actually had a real NASA astronaut working on the project. Like a creative consultant, right? Yeah. Um, it was mostly, I think I remember seeing in your in your notes, that it was mostly designed by internal Imagineers with the exception of uh, that one specific um, astronaut. Yes, Gordon Cooper. So I saw in the notes that you sent over, Gordon Cooper had a quote um, saying that Space Mountain is about as close as you can safely get to actually being in space. And I'm going to call BS on that, Gordon. (laughs) I'm sorry. If that were the case, I feel like astronauts would be there training and they're not there in pools. But still. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that's a little bit of uh, some sensationalism. Disney-fied. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Yes, I agree with that. But I do think it's really cool that Disney's like, hey, instead of just having this roller coaster, which already is cool. Yeah. We're going to do, we're going to make sure this is as accurate to space as we can. And, you know, and they're very different. So the one in Florida is kind of like Matterhorn. It's a bobsled style, one person each row. Mm. And there's six people. I haven't been on that one, so I didn't know. Very big argument. Actually, please, if you have an opinion about which one you like more, if you've been on both, Please like DM us or message us. We'll I'm super curious. Yeah, I would love to know. Um, so that one is you kind of you go up and you see like a space station. It feels a little more classic. There's less lights and mm-hmm. um, they've added stuff over the years. It's super cool. And there's something so thrilling about being alone in the front row on Space Mountain. Oh, I bet so. And it's that one's two tracks, right? Like yes. Okay, so one of the stories, the very first time that we went to Disney, uh, we went with our friend Justin, and he told a story about a time where I was like, "Oh, that actually sounds really scary." Um, where like he was on one ride and he was on one track and it shut down, and so he was like stuck in the middle of it. And oh. but he could hear the other track still going, and so for a second he would, like forgot that there were two tracks, <gasps> and he thought that the other one was about to come and run into their car. And I was like, oh, that's really scary. Oh, my God. Uh, granted, I've never been on that one, so I can't say I felt it. But yeah, I always liked that story. Apparently. Like, that's nuts. Yeah. <laughs> Great story, Justin. We'll have to have him on sometime. Yeah. Oh, we will. He's quite a Disney expert himself. Um, my, my brother uh, had a friend whose dad is, like I think, like seven feet tall. And he can touch 
the like if you put his hands up on the right, he can touch all of the the track. So that's another thing. So keep your hands down if you. That's another thing where like I think the first time that we went on it, like first time I went, I think we went on it obviously, and um, and like with the music and stuff, I'm kind of like feeling it and I'm dancing a little bit and I'm enjoying it. I'm moving my hands around and then like like the next day, I was like what if I couldn't see where those bars were? What if there were bars and my hand got taken off? And so now every time I just kind of dance in my seat. I think you have to be really tall for that I'm to sure. happen. I'm sure. Um, but it is possible. It's a pretty condensed, you know, they, there's a lot of track. It's a big ride, but it's still as compact as it can be. I feel like they did it as, you know, I bet so. to put as much in a little space as they can. I feel like when you're on the ride, you know, there is something you brought up the music. So the music, uh, in Disneyland, there's speakers, uh, and so you're hearing this fun music. There's now music that was added to Florida, but there's no speakers or anything. It's just kind of like ambiance in the ride. Mm. Um, there's just something that is so magical about you're in the dark, so there's no judgment. And I feel like I do. I feel like I dance when going through the ride. Yeah. Like I feel like a silly goose. I'm just like, yeah, this I'm free. I can do whatever I want. And no one can see. No and one can see me. And that's a big part. If you don't, if you haven't been on this ride or you're not familiar with it, it's a roller coaster. It's a steel roller coaster and it's completely in the dark. You know, you're seeing some stuff too, like stars and it may change based upon what uh, is going on in the, uh, on the park or going on in uh, the ride at the time. Uh, But it is basically in the dark. You have the music. It's almost sensory deprivation. um, And you're kind of like, you know, just going around these curves and stuff. And it's uh, a ton of fun. Um, But it is something that's like, you know, a very private moment you're having with yourself while you're on it. Uh, I can imagine even more so with the Walt Disney World one yeah, where you're, you're just in, by yourself. Yeah, row by yourself. And something I find so joyous on the ride, whether you're sitting next to someone or you have someone behind you, you can hear people laughing. I just feel like it's such a joyous ride to be on. And, you know, Disney didn't even know at the time that this is what it would become. But it did. and But they did invest a lot of money into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's one of the interesting facts that you sent over. I don't know if you guys are ready for this because I certainly was not. This was, again, something that I learned uh, in researching Space Mountain. Um, so it cost more to build Space Mountain than it did to, to build Disneyland. Yeah, literally. Yeah, Disneyland, uh, apparently their final price tag came out to $17 million, which feels really low. But I guess at the time, that's a lot. Inflation and all yeah. that stuff, which I don't know if this fact factors in inflation, but it's still right. the numbers are the numbers. The numbers are the numbers. I even look at like, you know, I feel like a house in Beverly Hills probably costs that much. I mean, <laughs> it does. Yeah. Um, but then Space Mountain costs $18 million, uh, which is nuts. That is about. nuts. Um, and that's in Florida. Yeah. I was wondering too, like what the, uh, I wonder what Disney World cost to to open i guess we'll find that out at some point oh yes Let we'll you guys have know. to we'll have to look that up um and then when they were building it because you know like when you enter the parks and i've talked about this before especially with main street like the first thing that your eyes see is is the castle mm-hmm. and that's the iconic part of disney is seeing these castles whether it is sleeping beauty or cinderella's and so when they built space mountain one of the things was like well like yeah it has to be like a cool mountain but it can't be taller than cinderella's castle <laughs> Sure. We we can't just like distract from the glory that is Cinderella's castle. That's so interesting to me because I I feel like, and correct me if I'm wrong, a casual Disney goer, uh, (laughs) at Disneyland, the castle isn't the biggest thing. No. Now this is different between Disneyland and Disney World. Oh my God. In Disneyland, it is, 
as someone who grew up going to Disney World, I, it was, I'd enter and it was like, wow, you know, suddenly your troubles are gone and you're in a new world. Mm-hmm. In, when the first time I went to Disneyland, I was like, oh, wow, it is very tiny. Yeah. And that's coming from a very small person. Well, <laughs> <laughs> okay, even tiny people think it's small. Um, and so I don't think they could concern themselves because, I mean, Matterhorn is definitely right. way taller. I guess that's true. It's like if you're going to, if everything had to be smaller than this already kind of small castle, then like, it would just be a small park. Which is also, I think that's interesting that Disney was like, okay, this none of the mountains can be bigger than Cinderella's castle, but like everything can be bigger than Sleeping Beauty's. Right. Okay, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's such a weird thing that they okay. decided. True confession, didn't realize that they were two different princesses' castles until oh, just now. Oh, no. <laughs> well, you know, again. Man. I, That's interesting, though. Yes, they are. They're different. And one, you know, so in uh, a little side note for about castles, um, it, the Sleeping Beauty at Disneyland has a little walkthrough where you kind of like see the story of Sleeping Beauty. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in Florida, Cinderella's Castle has like a restaurant and a if you're lucky enough, this, you know, apartment, hotel room you get to stay in. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Lots of room for stuff. Sure. Not just a walkthrough. Okay. So then you have this magnificent, beautiful castle. I mean, speaking of Cinderella's. And um, and because they wanted to make sure that this ride was still going to be large enough, they went underground for it. They put oh. the queue underground. Oh, gotcha. So like the, Okay. So you're like going down. You do. You slope and down. Yeah. When you enter, you kind of like. Does it feel like you're underground? Yes. Okay. It does. You do like take a dip and then you go back up. Yeah. Um, this is specifically again for Florida. Right. That's what I thought. Because I've um, obviously been on the. Yeah. California is a little different. But they. Yeah. In, in Florida, you enter. And in my opinion, it feels very tucked away. Um, I think it's interesting in talking about the queue because like. When I was reading about it, people find, the internet seemed to find that uh, Florida's location was more accessible and more in the middle, where I've always thought, like, that feels like it's, like, over there. Like, I have to, like, walk around because, one, it's just bigger. Tomorrowland's much bigger over there. Mm -hmm. And you have to kind of, like, loop around, where this one is, like, kind of just a straight shot on the other side as you're, like, going down Tomorrowland. That's just my opinion. I've always thought that... Disneyland's is closer and but this seems to think it's tucked away uh you know I have no idea I, can't, <laughs> I don't have a hot take on that lines you know, where it is where it is <laughs> I, it's no matter what both of them are pretty generic lines mm-hmm. it's kind of a bummer because Disney does such great cues and I feel like a lot of the rides that I've we've gotten to talk about are pretty standard. Sure. Um, this one is still cool. This one had more stuff about the the line than some of the other ones, from what yes. I recall. Florida, yeah. a lot more going on. Yeah. Which is funny because it came first, and you would think that it would be the opposite. Sure. It would have improved upon. Um, so yeah, in Florida, you kind of like go in a building, which always feels so good because it's hot, mm-hmm. and you're like, get me into that cold AC. You get in, it kind of like dips down, and it honestly, you're you're in this little like there's railings on both sides. You're not like on the ground, and you look below you of the queue, and it looks like a foam pit. There's like balls and okay, I don't know why. Sure, but there is. Yeah, um, and then you kind of like dip down, and then you go back up, and both the uh, fast pass and regular queue are in there. I see. And then they added a little later 
um, some games you can play along the way. There's even a little window where you see the cart, the carts going. You're like, bye, have fun in space. I see, I see. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then you go, it goes onto either side of Mm -hmm. the building. And that's when it becomes like a regular uh, queue line. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. And but they but there are some Easter eggs in the queue, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, there's some pretty cool Easter eggs actually. Um, so there's a bunch of acronyms uh-huh. uh, as like the closed sectors as you're moving through. Like lines to other, like in theory, other. Yeah, like, like it would be yeah, like yeah. going to other parts of the spaceship yeah. or whatever. Um, and I think it's very cool because it's closed attractions. And lands that were once located in. So it's like FLMTWR, Fantasyland, Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. Or like um, TLM2M, Tomorrowland, Mission to Mars. Okay, so those are those are closed um, attractions? Is that what you said? Yes. Okay, that's interesting. That's cool. Yeah, isn't that cool? Yeah. And again, this is specific to Florida. Um, it's I, okay. We can talk about Florida in this podcast. Yeah, we, we like Florida too. <laughs> um I'm just letting you know that that's what that is. The mm-hmm. one in um, Disneyland is a little more liney. So I think this brings up a point and something that we talked about previously um, as to whether or not you fast pass uh, a specific ride. And I think I've only ever fast passed this ride. So yes. I don't remember a ton about the queue. To be honest, same. <laughs> yeah. Right? But this, is a, this is a ride that if you're going to Disneyland for the first time, one, like I said, you're going to want to do it. Yeah. It's classic. It's fun. It's not scary. It's actually so unscary. It's one of the slowest roller coasters of all time. Which was a super interesting fact that you brought up. It only... Because it doesn't feel that way. It doesn't. You feel like you are zipping through space. You mm-hmm. woohoo. It only goes 35 miles an hour. I have no context for that as to what other ones that's go, like, but... But think about it like this. Like That's I like if you put true. your windows down and you're driving in a neighborhood. Yeah, that's true. Like, yeah. 35 miles is so slow. Good point. Where... But it, again... For anyone that hasn't been, it doesn't feel that way. It, it feels like feel you're going fast and you're going all over the place. It's and stuff, really but. shocking. And part of it is because the Imagineers, uh, when building this, it's all about the twists and turns of the ride. Mm-hmm. You know, there's so much engineering behind it to make it feel that way and to make you feel like you're being tossed around, but without being jerky. Like yeah, it feels very smooth. It does feel very smooth, yeah. even though they're, you know, obviously both are older. Right. Um, so. But yeah, so it's a must go on your first trip. For sure. Um. Again, I don't really ever wait in the mm-hmm. standby because it's always so long. If you want to wait in standby, get in and that should be the first thing you do in the morning. Um, if you're kind of going more casually in the day, get a fast pass. If you can, even they have a single rider line. Um, it's kind of hidden. I actually don't know if they have one for Florida, mm. um, but I know they have one for Disneyland. It, you No matter what, you're going to have a great time, even if you have to ride it by yourself and then rejoin your friends after. Yeah, for sure. Um, I definitely think that this is a always must go. It's like an every day, every time you go. Pretty much. Yeah. For me, it is like uh, like I only go so so often, but like that's it's on my list of ones I need to hit. Which again, I think that's a common mm-hmm. thought. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, but yeah, I I think it's it's more entertaining than 35 miles an hour. <laughs> Going back to the Easter eggs, um, little. Hidden Mickey moment. This is not one of the rides for Hidden Mickey's, that's for sure. Well, you're in darkness, so it's kind of hard, right? And that's an... Okay, before we get to Hidden Mickey's, there's so much to talk about with this ride, Um, even though it's a roller coaster. uh, It's so funny that Disney is playing on sensory deprivation. Like, 
that why would you have thought to do that in a roller coaster? Sure. Yeah. So interesting to me. And it does. It's why it feels faster. Um, I also think it's interesting. They do. They're playing with sounds instead of sight. Mm-hmm. Um, and even if you've ridden the ride a million times, yeah, you can kind of know when, you, like, especially if you're in the front row, you see when you're going to dip, but you don't know where you're going. It still feels like a wild mystery. 100%. Yes, I had to hint that in. Um, but with Hidden Mickeys and stuff, pretty minimal. Um, the one in Florida or the one in uh, Disneyland has the speakers. That are in the seat. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, because it's two people per Mm -hmm. uh, row. Uh, And so in between you have a little Mickey speaker. Mm -hmm. Um, And I love it. I love the music. I think that the music is so fun. And that that for me, the first time that I went on it in Disneyland, I hadn't moved here. I was visiting and I came off of it like like I was beaming. I had never experienced anything like it because, again, in in Florida, you don't have uh, all the noises like that. And I just couldn't believe it. And I, I told my brothers, like, oh my God, this is amazing. So you, this is not surprising, but I just wanted to point out or just clarify and ask. Um, the first time you came to Los Angeles to visit, you definitely went to Disneyland. I actually wasn't even visiting Los Angeles. I was visiting San Diego and we took a day. That makes sense. To come up here. Sure. No, I, I gotcha. Yeah. And that was the first time. And I was much older Um which oh, I definitely surprised. assumed that was the case. Yeah, well, because yeah. again, I went to Florida at yeah. least once, twice, three times, four times a year. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> and being from Georgia, it's not like, you know, a 30-minute drive. It was mm-hmm. seven plus hours. Yeah. But yes, I did make sure I went. That's good. And it was that's also why when I saw the castle, I was like, hey, oh. <laughs> <laughs> sure. So that's really, I feel like the only hidden Mickey. Um, like there's one... Outside of the one in Florida, like there's gears for the shop. There's yeah. certain ones that people believe. There's actually one that I saw online that I, actually there's two. One was like <laughs> the stars and somebody's like, look, and like just use like a yellow highlighter on their computer to like show what is a Mickey shape. And I'm like, you just made a Mickey shape. Yeah. If you if you look into it a little bit, there's a lot of those uh, going around where it's just like someone clearly was like, oh, this is definitely a hidden Mickey. <laughs> yeah. And then it's, they're never, it's, they never are. Yeah. Like, I feel like at that point, I'm like, okay, fine. I'll make puddles on the ground. I'll be like, see, Disney look did at that. It. Look, it's a hidden Mickey. <laughs> Disney <laughs> made it rain. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Only in this specific uh-huh. spot. Uh-huh. Um, kind of like Little Mermaid. I was about to say, but that one actually was right. So that was crazy. <laughs> yes. They actually did put the effort into that one. Um, and then there was another one I saw that's like uh, in, in Disneyland. When you're going into the ride, you have uh, the like command center looking thing. And uh-huh. yes, there is a shield. It looks like kind of like a big shield and then like two little shields. But I wouldn't consider that one. And in my book, that is not a hidden Mickey. Sure. It just looks like a decoration. Yeah, it just looks like spacey. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, but another thing that Disney did... Another Easter egg or another strange thing is some rides are sponsored, which this sound okay, I feel like I'm in, this is a little judgy, but I feel like I'm like Disney, like you don't need things sponsored. Like six flags. You that makes sense that you have rides sponsored. <laughs> uh, I agreed up until well, I mean I guess I, I agree in general. Like uh th- th- it was a surprising fact to me and I was a little like, Oh, that seems a little cheap. Yeah, I, I don't know why it shouldn't be that way. I don't think it should be, but it does feel that way. So when you say sponsored, you mean like it was sponsored by FedEx? Yes. Yeah, so yeah. It, it was sponsored by FedEx. Um, it is no longer. It was even sponsored by Goodyear. Mm. Um, and so in Florida, as you leave the ride, uh, it actually has a really great like exit queue, 
which I also think is interesting yeah, because sure. you're coming again from like underground, like you have to, to go back up. So it puts you on this like ramp, kind of like the airport when you, you want to move faster. Like but a people it, mover? Like a people mover, yeah, yeah. but not not like a Disney people mover where you're sitting. <laughs> um, so you're, you're moving up and it kind of goes through these like futuristic scenes, like people are in space and, you know, one lady's like being served a cocktail by a robot. Oh, sure. Yes. And then it's like these robots were sponsored by FedEx. Yes. Okay, gotcha. Yes. Um, and then the people mover thingy you're on is sponsored by Goodyear. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But again, I don't, it's not anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, Disney's like, yeah, we good. Yeah, that's what it feels like. I mean, I, you said it in jest, but like Disney, it feels like I'm like, you guys should be able, like you're controlling it, uh, so much attention to detail. Why let someone else buy property in your park, right? But Effectively. They, but they still do. Yeah. I mean. What else is sponsored? Honda sponsors Autopia. And I think they still do. Okay. And other cars, I think, have sponsored it in different times. Sure. I'm trying to think about what other ones. I feel like Soren, actually. I'm sure we'll get to them as we yeah, go through it. But, but I yeah. agree. It is a unique thing that yeah. you don't expect because you look at Disney like they have all the money in the world. Right, right. Maybe not right now because they're losing lots of money. <laughs> well, on the parks, but I feel like uh, their subscription service is doing okay. Yeah. That's not where they make their money. So. That's, true. That's true. And in speaking of buying things like Disney does best, in Disneyland, they'll, they've had different varieties of Space Mountain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, I've been on the Star Wars one. What's yes. it? Hyperspace Mountain? Hyperspace right. Mountain. Uh-huh. See, that's where I got to because they bought it. <laughs> oh, okay. I see your segue <laughs> there, your transition. Um, uh. And obviously, they had a great relationship with uh lucas george lucas films beforehand Uh but what's your take on hyperspace mountain oh it's so fun i don't like it as much as (gasps) the original really yeah i mean and i'm a big star wars guy i i mean i think i like the original no matter what yeah for sure just because it's the original but um but no i do think it's a blast it's really fun um and you know you you, things are shooting and you're like it's like and actually the music in hyperspace mountain little side note so my best friend denise uh she had gone to a church party and met a guy who was composing hyperspace mountain oh, and no hearing way. how much detail just even goes into something like that again shows how much detail disney puts into everything so they you know making sure that when i hit the peak of this part of the ride you for you know seats behind me is also gonna hear the exact same thing at that point oh really sure that makes sense like Making it so each sound. So it's a lot of like engineering behind that. Like yeah. The, the, like the audio engineering timing and that kind of stuff. Yeah. That's interesting. And yeah. taking incredible, you know, IP music. This is one of the most iconic songs of all time. Yeah. And bringing it into the ride. Sure. Yeah. I, I do like that aspect of it. I just think I like the OG Space Mountain so much that like I love Star Wars and I've had a lot of exposure to Star Wars throughout my life. I haven't had as much to Space Mountain, so I'm like, I wanted that fun little like 80s synth music that I could dance to. But it's like, all right, I guess I'm fighting TIE Fighters. That's cool, too. <laughs> yeah, so, you can't yeah. complain. Yeah, for sure. There's also one called Rockin' Space Mountain. To be honest, I never went on it, so <gasps> it was before my time. Um, but that one seems like it was fun. There was rock music. Okay. I feel it had like-, like an Aerosmith song, right? It had a... Or Red Hot Chili Peppers. Oh, my God. Please, I hope it was Red Hot Chili Peppers. No, it had a... Um, oh, my God. It did have a... 
a Red Hot Chili Peppers song. Who thought, is Tinkerbell now? Oh my oh. god! I honestly was like, mm, "That's a bit." Wow, it did yeah. have a Red Hot Chili Peppers song. There's a rocking a California screaming Space Mountain. Good for you, Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah, like Aerosmith makes more sense to me. I feel like Aerosmith is a little like more timeless. Sorry if that offends anyone that loves Red Hot Chili Peppers. And I like Red Hot Chili Peppers, but I just, sure. that seems kind of shocking. Um, yeah, so I never did that one. It's a remixed version of Around the World. I would be curious. I wonder, you know, I kind of want to go on YouTube now and see if there is a virtual. Sure. Just so you know, in general, if you're doing the virtual Disney trips, Space Mountain is a little hard to experience because it's in the dark. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't want to see it in the light. I've had friends get stuck. Sure. And then, you know, they see it with all the lights on. I think that would be cool, but it definitely does take away some of the magic. Yeah. Um, and then the other one, which is my favorite, uh, is uh, Ghost Galaxy. Yeah. So I haven't been on that one, but it sounded really cool. And so I did check out like the beginning of it on YouTube and I was like, oh, this seems wild and fun. Um, yeah. But I've yet to have the uh, opportunity to go on it. It seems cool. It's really fun. I also just like spooky things. It's so. like a Halloween one, right? Yeah. They only yeah. do it at Halloween. I was actually really bummed they didn't do it last year and felt really rude. I look forward to it. Um, Was it for Star Wars reasons that they didn't? Probably. Yeah. To be honest, I don't remember. (laughs) Anti-hyperspace mountain. I know. I like that hot take right there. Um, But yes, it's kind of like you're going through and, you know, creepy ghost. Like they look like Dementors. Yeah. They look like Dementors are like going through space and like, I'm going to eat you. And you're like, yeah, yeah, sure, sure, sure. (laughs) So yeah, I think it's fun that Disney has found a way to make this classic ride Switch it up a little, but always go back. Okay, so speaking of switching it up, something that we, we talk about on most of these rides, but um, I want to get your take on, and maybe it's just a different theme that you might come up with, but like if you could change one thing about Space Mountain, um, what would you change? Uh, or, or alternatively, if you could retheme it um, for a special event, how would you retheme it? I, I'll do one of each. <laughs> okay, sure. <laughs> if you, if I was worried you wouldn't have have them, so I gave you two options. I mean, honestly, I'd want a bigger drop or some kind of more, th- just a little I more see. thrill. I see. I do, I mean, I love, I love that feeling in the pit of your stomach, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. like you get on Tower of Terror Guardians. I love that feeling, so I would love a little bit more of a roller coaster. Sure. Happy with the one, but would like that. Yeah. Um, something in the. I mean, I would be interested to just like theme it more in general like have you know once a year maybe oh like coco a coco space <laughs> mountain yeah just the music is so good <laughs> okay sure I, th- I think part of the reason that again i like disneyland's more uh-huh. and it, it really does have to do with the music where like my brothers like disney worlds mm-hmm. more um I, I, you lose yourself listening to this music totally, and just like, wow. And I, I do like being by yourself, but I like losing yourself in that. And so I could just see any really good Disney song as I'm going through being like, yeah. yeah. Cause I definitely was thinking like guardians of the galaxy tower of terror. Like that's the best part of that rebrand, even though I, yeah. I, I, I tend to prefer tower of terror, but like the rebrand is great. Cause you get to listen to fun music. And again, it feels like you're at a dance party and you're also getting you know tossed around and stuff and that's fun yeah and so i could see that being fun with space mountain i don't know that i would <laughs> want to like if they were like oh today it's coco i'd be like what <laughs> no thank you i feel like it'd be like just me it would just be you but that's you know that's okay um yeah what about you i don't know i think i think maybe 
I don't think I would change anything about it, but if I were to change something, um, one of the things as we were reading through the notes was talking about how Space Mountain actually does have a story to it. Um, and I don't get that when I write it as much. I think you have to like really try to find it to find the story of Which the Which is a little sad mission. because the yeah. Imagineers put a lot of time in that. And that was something that was really important to Walt was that this roller coaster had a story. Right. So I would try to bring that to the forefront a little bit more. I think in Florida it's a little more obvious. Yeah. Um, but still, I, I agree. Yeah, yeah. Um, but again, I don't, I don't need that to enjoy it. Right. But if I were going to change something, that would be what I would do. Nice. I like that. Outside of, you know, them like switching things up and stuff, they have also like, they have closed it down for pretty extended periods of time to refurbish it or mm-hmm. like change things. Sure. Which they're doing to Haunted Mansion right now. I mean, it's not even open, so I shouldn't even be sad, but you know, that that's annoying. Um, and so it does suck when you go and like, people who aren't going very often and space mountain again is that one ride and Uh then it's closed and you're like oh man yeah um but when they have had to close it and then relaunch it they've had some pretty cool things involved pretty cool people to be exact okay like who like neil freaking armstrong oh wow yeah the cyclist (laughs) no sir (laughs) boo will uh so they had neil armstrong uh uh, step on as part of the relaunch of the that's, ride. That's really cool. And, yeah, and I think that that's really cool. That again, it's a roller coaster, but somehow they have actually allowed space and NASA and that to be so important in the ride. Yeah, and even even on the very like first opening day, I think a fact that you sent over was they actually had six of the original seven Mercury astronauts attend. Um, it's yeah, it's opening, including uh, John Glenn. I know. Yeah. Which cool. is so cool. Um, and I don't know about the other theme parks as much. Again, I've only been to Disney World and Disneyland. I cannot wait to explore the what's, Disney's. What's next on your list? Uh, Tokyo. Mm. Yeah, for sure. And Disney Seas. I've Why? heard, apparently it's amazing. Okay. Um, I also just really want to go to Tokyo and eat all the sushi and <laughs> eat so much food. Um, and I, I just... I think i really want to go makes sense okay so last question that i like to to like to ask um it is uh late in the day disneyland you're tired you've gone through all the rides uh you happen to be on your way to uh get to your car but you pass by space mountain and you see it's like a 10 minute wait to get on do you go a hundred percent yeah me. and this does happen actually a lot of times the line is still pretty long but even so i'm like it's 35 minutes. I was going to say, what's the cutoff? Probably 35. Yeah. Um, you where, can talk me into 35. Yeah. Where it's kind of like, man, like it's the end of the night. It's about to hit midnight or 11, whatever time the park is closing. Let's just run on and get on. Sure. Um, and yeah, we're going to have to wait. and But at least, you know, you'll still get on. And it's such a great way to end the day. Yeah. It's um, so, all, you know, I do. I think that this ride defines Disney theme parks for so many people. Yeah, and it was one that um, I didn't, as a kid, I didn't go on a ton of roller coasters. So when I went to Walt Disney World, uh, I didn't go on it. Um, <gasps> I didn't go on it until I came to, to LA and went on the one in Disneyland. And uh, I didn't know what I was missing, you know? Yeah. Um, I'd always heard about it and was like, oh, let's try it out. And it's like, oh, yep, that's probably my like favorite ride here. Well, if yeah. you haven't been on it, folks, you heard it right here. He was a little scared. And he wishes he wasn't. <laughs> okay, sure. Let's go with that. 
<laughs> no, I, I went on it. I was a brave. I was a brave guy. <laughs> went on it. I went on a mission. Came back home. Went on good. a mission to space. Not as cool as John Glenn, but almost. So according to that one astronaut, it was closest I can get to space travel. <laughs> <laughs> Again, pretty unbelievable. <laughs> um, well, yes, Space Mountain, always a must. Trust me, if you don't have fun, uh, that Just makes don't me- go to Disney again, because... <laughs> <laughs> uh, then please let me know, because uh, I have so many questions for you. It's very in the middle. It's thrilling, but you're not going to be too scared. Um, not too many twists and turns, so it's not going to you know bother you if, you if you do get scared on roller coasters. So... Enjoy it. Yeah, check it out. You might get a, a cool variant of it. Yes. Uh, so thank you for listening to Slice of Disney. Uh, please make sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook and on Twitter. Just to clarify, uh, the Twitter is slice underscore of underscore Disney. Right. And make sure to rate, review, and subscribe uh, wherever you get your podcasts. Because we're everywhere. Yeah, we should be soon. Uh, We're we're getting there. (laughs) Uh, Thank you so much for joining us. If there's a ride that you would like us to talk about or an experience you would like us to talk about, please let us know. Uh, And thank you for joining. Okay, bye.